0: I think we were not ready for a long time uh, because we had accepted um, the narrative that we live in a rainbow nation, that our leaders did their best that South Africa is, in fact, a, a, a miracle nation, and this is due to the sacrifices of our leaders. But I think this generation of young people that are part of students who are leading movements such as Roads Must Fall, um, the Black Student Movement at the university currently known as Roads, and the students who've led the fees Must Fall protest are starting to show the cracks in our freedom and are starting to ask questions that are uncomfortable and have been uncomfortable to ask for a very very long time in South Africa. So I think this generation of young people is is asking the tough questions that are making so many South Africans uncomfortable. So why are we uncomfortable about speaking about this at this point JJ?
1: Well, I mean there is a general uh, fear to debate issues in any in any case. So this particular issue about critiquing the uh, you know, what, what what came before us is, is in that same context. But of course, you need to understand that people today are afraid to debate just because of, of patronage and, and being put in a particular box and being labeled as critical of the current administration. But that's for another debate, really. In terms of what our leaders did, our previous leaders like Nelson Mandela did, they had a, a particular responsibility to bring us to a certain level of freedom, which was political freedom the issue of economic freedom was always going to be the next step. That's why the ANC uh, in its uh, previous policy conference was talking about the second transition or the second part of the transition. So there's a recognition that the first transition had to do with political freedom, which is merely to gain the vote and political power, and then use that political power now to gain freedom for everyone else. So it should not be something that we're uncomfortable about because uh, the, the, the struggle and what it brought us in '94 was, was never perfect, uh, and anybody who thinks that it was, it was, we, we could have achieved everything as if we were in a, in an insurrection, would be unrealistic. So, so I, I, I do think that while we are not ready to have proper conversations and so on, it, 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 there is no escape. There has been uh, flashes of it. If I may just ra- round off that point of of such a, a brutal assessment. If you look at the what is called a diagnostic report of the National Development Plan. That assessment was very, very brutal in terms of what we have not been able to achieve so far, in terms of governance, in terms of uh, uh, services to our people. And hence, you you needed that kind of brutal assessment to come up with a National Development Plan that would then say this is how we must take uh, things forward. It's interesting if you look at the current uh, student protests, for example, about, about free education. The reality is m- more than three or four years ago, in fact, uh, in fact uh, five years ago, the ANC already decided that there, there, there must be free education. It is a failure to implement it, that is the current revolt, and not the absence of such a policy recognition that before 94, we didn't have free education. Our leaders brought us to a point where there was still no such free education. Fast forward to 20 years, there is a recognition that uh, out of an assessment that our current setup is not working, we now need a new, uh, a new approach to economic freedom, so to speak.